Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. School board is considering changes to its religious expression policy. I'm Liz Anderson. Crowded school buses left some students standing on the way to school. I'm John Aaron. And 210 will break down the new jobs report and what it suggests about the health of the economy. WTOP News Time, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Allison Keyes in Washington. For the second time in six days, NASA has had to scrub the planned launch of its Artemis 1 moon rocket. Problems showed up early this morning. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. Engineers tried three times to get the quick disconnect plates to reseal without success. Now NASA's mission management team has to determine if this leak can be fixed at the pad. If so, the next launch attempt could come Monday. But if not, the big rocket would be rolled back to the vehicle assembly building with launch delayed until at least mid-October. Now that those new COVID-19 boosters have been approved, there's a new tool in the battle against the Omicron variants. CBS's Michael George. The U.S. authorized its first updated COVID-19 vaccine to target new Omicron variants. These shots modify the recipe to the existing Pfizer and Moderna vaccines that doctors say have already saved millions of lives. The new shots could be available starting in just days. Californians are suffering through triple-digit temperatures again and are being asked to conserve power this afternoon to avoid rolling blackout to protect the state's electrical grid. Kelly Cass is at the Weather Channel. We've got some dangerous heat for for the western U.S., not just above average, but record-breaking heat. And unfortunately, it's not just during the day that we're dealing with this heat temp temperatures in the triple digits. It's at night when we're falling down to the 80s and even 90s in some spots. Many in Jackson, Mississippi still don't have safe drinking water. Governor Tate Reeves says the state is trying to help. We have handed out almost 2.8 million bottles of water. Labor problems in Boston at the 15 Beacon Hotel this holiday weekend. WBZ-TV reporter Louia Muller. Normally we would have three concierge um, staffed and we have one right now. But on the eve of Labor Day, Hotel General Manager Amy Thinsilver says she's still having trouble finding staff. Staffing labor has been an incredible challenge. I have never felt more overwhelmed with the lack of people who want to work. With college students back, the streets of Boston are alive. But some businesses say there are not enough workers to meet the demand. So we're still operating with a little less than half the staff that we had pre-pandemic. The woman known as the greatest of all time, Serena Williams, is giving thanks. I'm just so grateful to every single person that's ever said go Serena in their life. I'm just so grateful because, yeah, you got me here. Even though Williams lost her match, fans cheered so loudly that it nearly interfered with the game. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It is 2.03 on this Saturday, September 3rd, 84 degrees, partly sunny, staying in the upper 80s this afternoon. A 
I hope you're having a good Labor Day weekend so far. I'm Shana Stulen. The top local stories we're following this hour. There's been a lot of push and pull over expressions of religion being allowed in public schools. One school board in our area is considering changing its policy around that controversial subject. The changes under consideration were prompted in the wake of a U.S. Supreme Court decision in favor of a high school football coach in Washington State who knelt in prayer at midfield after games. Now in Maryland, Frederick County School Board is looking at possible changes to its religious expression policy. Legal counsel for the school district is suggesting a couple of minor changes. One would mention the U.S. Constitution's free exercise clause, which protects religious expression. The the other would clarify that teachers may not take part in religious activities with students. The policy committee has yet to act on either suggestion. There will be more discussion at a future meeting. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. And the school year has gotten off to a bumpy start in part of our region. And pretty angry. That's what one parent had to say after images surfaced of students packed into school buses at the start of the year in Anne Arundel County, with some standing or sitting in the aisles. He tells WJZ. We know that Anne Arundel County is having issues filling positions with bus drivers, which is understandable. Everybody's having issues. But to put kids' safety at risk like that is just, just not acceptable. Some say the bus problems have been compounded by a shift in school schedules, as some start times have been pushed back in order to allow teens to get more sleep. The driver shortage has caused many routes to go uncovered as well. John Aaron, WTOP News. A former Archdiocese of Washington employee is going to be spending more than six years behind bars after an investigation found he defrauded the Catholic Church he worked for and also was part of a scheme for PPP loan fraud. His job was to serve as the point of contact for contractors that assisted with things like anti-bullying programs for the roughly 95 Catholic schools controlled by the Archdiocese and the DMV. But instead, federal investigators found that Kenneth Goghan defrauded the Catholic Church while acting as assistant superintendent, taking off with more than $438,000 by creating misleading invoices and using an alias. He was arrested with help from the Attorney General's Task Force, which is fighting pandemic-related fraud after he was linked to more than $2 million in PPP loans. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. We've reached out to the Archdiocese of Washington for comment. We are also learning more about a D.C. police lieutenant who allegedly had ties to a right-wing extremist group. The Washington Post was given recordings by an anti-racism activist pretending to be part of the Patriot Front, uh, speaking with Lieutenant Shane Lamond, where Lamond appears to be sympathetic to the group. The interactions began in 2020 after the racist group marched in D.C. The 22-year-old veteran was, the 22-year veteran was put on leave in February after the FBI began investigating his ties to the Proud Boys. It's a story first reported by our news partners, NBC4. Lamont's lawyer told the Post that the recordings appear to be authentic but would not comment further. Two D.C. convicts were killed at a federal prison in Louisiana. The district's delegate to Congress calls these targeted attacks, wants to see the Bureau of Prisons do more. People convicted of some D.C. code offenses are housed in federal lockups, the only non-federal prisoners held in those institutions. After the deaths and other attacks against D.C. inmates housed at a federal penitentiary near Pollock, Louisiana, Eleanor Holmes Norton fired off a second letter in three weeks to the head of the U.S. Bureau of Prisons, calling for district corrections officials to be allowed to see inside that and other prisons where D.C. prisoners are held. Norton wants those inmates housed closer to the district, where they will be closer to families and support networks. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. Okay. 
right, coming up after traffic and weather, that new jobs report, what does it tell us about the state of the economy? We'll go deeper just ahead. 207. When you're buying a new home, Cap Center has you covered with a collaborative mortgage and realty team and zero closing costs. We've got everything you need under one roof. Well, except boxes. And you'll need boxes. Having everything in-house allows us to cover traditional closing costs and guarantee you a pain-free experience. From start to finish, we work for... This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 